excited to be the curator of the gallery. Um, she started this gallery in 1987, right? Yeah. That's when she took okay. it over. She took it over in 87. So um, everybody give Boswell a hand. Hey. Congratulations, Katie. Congratulations, Katie. Hey, All right. didn't graduate yet, so. But it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I'm glad you did. I met Bruce, I don't know when the first time I met you, but I've always watched your work. And when I became the curator at, um, for Wayne County Community College, um, I reached out to him to have a show. And when I presented him as the artist that was going to show um, at the Western Campus in Belleville, I had to go to the table to argue about the show. I heard, I heard that story. That's pretty... Yeah, yeah. You had to fight. I had to fight for the show. Um, the president of that campus said that he didn't want the show because it shed a, a negative light on the people. Well, you know, it's pretty corny. I, I didn't mind going to bat with him. I knew he wasn't going to win. <laughs> <laughs> it just gave me another platform to talk shit, you know what I'm saying? So I sat, uh, I had to go to the table with all the presidents, with the chancellor, to fight for the show. His argument was that it was basically showing the ugly of Detroit, and he didn't want it at his campus. In most in most cases, these kinds of pictures are ugly. People will shoot them from across the street and have no regard. And if you look at these faces, there's respect. And I I've never shown a picture where one of these guys look like an asshole. Right. Never. I won't right. do it. I have them, but I won't show them. Yeah. You know, I show them looking good. I. When I take a picture of an old beat-up house or an old beat-up car or a person in the city, I don't shoot them to make them look good. I don't shoot them to make them look bad. I shoot what I see. Right. And I do it with respect. I pick a respectful picture to represent them. So they're wrong. There are a lot of people that shoot them negatively. Right. I don't. Well, when I went over to the studio and um, we started to pick out the, <clears throat> the photography that was going to be shown and I had to go down and fight for the show, I started to talk about how this is um, how actually how what you talked about how you show the respect of these people and how the spirit comes through these pictures. You know, even though they're in this state of um, homelessness, they still have this spirit about them, and it's that Detroit spirit when you just have to fight that gritty type of you don't give a shit what it's about. You're gonna fight to you know have what you want or to live your dreams and if, even if their dreams are in their head they're still living those dreams you know and um can i give a couple of examples not until people know that you're an artist i'm just some guy that wandered in right right <laughs> <laughs> this guy here in a wheelchair with his wife sitting is on his lap yeah. stayed in an abandoned building over on shane three floors 
and he had a beat up wheelchair on each floor and he would crawl on his hands and knees between floors to do his business. That's Detroit survivors. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. This guy was 18 years old on 9 o'clock Saturday morning walking down the middle of Michigan Ave with a sign asking for work. Could you help him get a job? Yeah. Uh, that's Detroit survivor. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Billy Bones. I don't know his story, but he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I've seen him in a red suit, a white suit, and this blue suit. He's always got a vest. He always has a pocket handkerchief. He's always got a hat. He just he dresses like a million bucks, and I wonder if maybe he was an executive or up in a company somewhere, and one day just couldn't do it anymore. And I felt that in my life before I started doing this, that I just wanted to walk away and take a fast freight out of town, and wherever I ended up, I ended up. And I wondered that about him because he's intelligent, he's sober, he's not a problem, but he's certainly colorful. So these are Detroit survivors. The, the most survivors, the biggest survivor story I know, I, there's a couple that lives in the shadow of the train station by the freeway in a tent. They've got a white cat. They've been there seven years. Imagine the winter, not last year, but the three before that, how cold it was. They were living there. That's survivors. So we don't know. None of us survive like they do, you know? They're, they're, they've got the hard fight. I mean, most of the people in Detroit is one paycheck away from being just like this, you know what I mean? We were just talking about and, this. And uh, job in here. one degree from walking around with your resume yeah. talking about I need a job. Yeah. And so um, after the argument, the chancellor was like, well, since it's so much argument and so many questions, that's why I should be in this college. Because this is what you want the students to have thought provoking, you know, art. And so I, I commend him, uh, Chancellor Ivory, on that. Um, when I looked at the program for this season and I saw this homeless show, immediately Bruce came to mind because I wanted this <coughs> this play, which is Leah. Give Leah a hand. And now if he asked me, I refuse. You refuse. <laughs> I was one of the last people that he ever did a headshot for. Wow. So, well, I, I posted my new prices on Facebook. You, know, I, I, you apparently weren't paying attention. Uh, a wedding is $20 million, <laughs> and headshots, actor headshots are $25 million. Yeah. But you thought you had fun doing that. I used to. <laughs> well, you know, until the movies came to town and all the carpetbaggers, the $50 yeah. bad headshots. Yeah. You know, everybody was a photographer then. It really just got weird. So everybody was an actor too. Oh, that too. So I quit. <laughs> yeah. So we go way back. We go way back. I go, actually, I go way back with Harry, but we just met. But we've I've known him since the '80s. Yes. When you just met? Oh, we're reconnecting. We haven't seen each other in all these decades. Yeah. Right. Wow. And Bruce also um, um, does photography work for over at Wayne State, and I had the privilege of uh, directing play there. He came in and did the. The publicity shots and all that good stuff, and the, the lobby shots for fits. That's fun. That's fun, yeah. With the students. Um, that was great. So, so uh, yeah, he's a man of many talents. Yeah. So, uh, 
I was really happy to see that happen. Um, with this show, really, really happy. I wanted to uh, have the show because I, I wanted the play to come alive inside of here too when it's, when it's not going on. And so um, to know that this is a reality in our society and it's unfortunate, but uh, I mean, this is us, I mean, this is America. You know, give it up for Bruce. Yay. Hey. 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 What particular subject did you find the most challenging? The really, you know, especially in terms of picking them that you met their humanity. I spent two minutes with each person. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't pick an environment. Mm -hmm. I basically have them looking at my camera, and I take what they give me. And one of the mistakes I think young photographers make. Is they're always the control freaks. They control mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Raise your eyebrow, and it's like mm -hmm. just take the goddamn picture. <laughs> so that's what I do. And if they're if they're horrible, I just don't show them. Mm -hmm. uh, but if they're good, like, and a lot of times they are. I have a there's there's an ability that photographers need, and it's like to have an instant connection with someone. For some reason, I have that, and I and I have about 150 subjects, and maybe maybe. 10 people in 10 years have refused because I offer them a couple bucks. Mm -hmm. And then there's some of them I won't show, mm -hmm. but um, there's no um, intent. Mm -hmm. I just take what they give me. Mm -hmm. And actually, what they give me, I think, is beautiful. That's who they are. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they just give me, they just stand there. And mm -hmm. that's usually what people are. But a lot, so many people just pose all the time. Mm -hmm. These guys don't. Mm -hmm. But literally, two minutes, either. two minutes with each person. Mm. But you don't exploit mm. them either. No, I don't exploit. No. And then I, and then, uh, you know, I get a little story sometimes. Mm -hmm. And like the guy with the, the three stories in the wheelchair, he actually became a friend. I would see him. I'd give him cigarette money. And mm -hmm. Just you know, he was. Uh, he was yeah. He was he was a he was a good guy. Mm. Um, but he wasn't a good guy when he was young. Mm. He was a bad guy. Mm. And he admitted that. So mm. he he was tame. Mm. And I I liked him a lot. So. Mm. But it's you know it, it became a labor of love. And the reason I did it was because I started doing abandoned buildings in the '80s. I used to drive to the city, park my car, walk over on Cass or Second or somewhere, mm -hmm. walk into an abandoned apartment, and spend the whole afternoon by myself. I didn't have a big dog then; mm -hmm. just me. No one ever bothered me. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to the train station in the early '90s. In fact, in '99, when they put the fence up. I signed the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm really connected. Policemen. But we, we were doing the abandoned buildings, and um, we did that for about 10 years, and suddenly it seemed like everybody was doing it. And they were all doing the same pictures, and I just got kind of bored. So I had shot a couple of people, and I just pursued it. And it became a thing for me. And uh, I'm glad it did, because it seems to be my strongest stuff. But 
I certainly didn't set out to do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that's what happens. Mm -hmm. And I love photography. Mm -hmm. you know, there's, a, there's an old master photographer named Minor White that said it takes 20 years to become a good photographer. Mm -hmm. And he ain't kidding. It takes a long time. And, and everybody that has a camera for three months think, well, I'm good now. Mm -hmm. Well, when you get to 20 years, you realize how different you are than you were yep. then. Yep. It's, it, there's a whole lot of soul that goes into it. Yep. Just being older makes you better at everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should have brought Henry. I have a big black dog I found in the street. Mm -hmm. And he uh, he goes everywhere with me. And I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. Mm -hmm. We were over by Cast Tech. You know, Carrie Warren from Book Beat? Yeah. He was doing a video. So we were over there. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a jungle gym. You probably saw it with blue tarps on it, people living in the jungle gym. Right. And you could see the uh, the casino in, in a shot, uh, right over its shoulder. Mm -hmm. And suddenly we were surrounded by 10 or 12 Cast Tech high school boys. And the reason I know it was Cast Tech because the school, we could see the school, mm -hmm. and they had books. Mm -hmm. Now, I engage kids all the time. I run into them all the time. Mm -hmm. But these guys surrounded me, and that, that troubled me. So mm -hmm. I backed up to the door, mm -hmm. opened it, and Henry stepped out. And I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. He's just big. Mm -hmm. That's the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Gone. <laughs> but I, and I suspect there have been a lot of uh, situations avoided just from the site. Yes. You know? mm -hmm. yeah. One look at him. <laughs> And he's, he's an anchor. Mm -hmm. so. But photography is everything. It's just mm -hmm. once it grabs you. Mm -hmm. I think it, I think if if I was a heroin addict, it would be easier to quit heroin than this photography. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a little exaggerated, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I don't want to put you on the spot, but i got to ask you. Okay. Do you have a, some sort of um, thesis or, or an artist statement kind of thing to your photography? Like... Um, do you have a romantic notion with where you select? You said you pick, you shoot the pictures in a roll, and then you select the good ones. Yeah. Do you have a criteria as to what is a good one? No. I know it when I see it. Right. And my my artist statement's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's I great. I, I think it's great. <laughs> well, <there's, laughs> okay, what is it? Well, it's okay. There's a guy in town that wanted. He's doing reviews around town. I won't mention his name, but you all know him. And. My artist statement says something like, uh, it takes 20 years to become a good photographer, and I'm not good enough yet. I, I'm not yet good enough. I, even though some nice things have happened to me, like yourself, mm -hmm. I'm not really there. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, I want to be a better tomorrow than I am today. Mm -hmm. And I want to be better the next day than I am tomorrow. I want to always improve. I don't want to assume that I'm done. Because as soon as you do that, then you become arrogant, your work just stops. Yes. So he made a review, and he changed that to sound like positive Pollyanna review. And I called him, I said, that's not what I said. I said he said, well, if you weren't good enough, I wouldn't have reviewed you. And I says, I don't care what you want to say. I am not good enough, and I will never be good enough. I will fight every day to improve, every day. That's just the way it is. I don't want to be good enough. How did he quote that? I can't remember, but it but it was the opposite of what I said. <laughs> and it was like, oh, Doris Burns. Oh, let's recreate the picture. Let's recreate the picture. 
We're supposed to be a pair. I know. Let me tell you a quick story. One night we were at a gallery on Gratiot, and these guys were hanging out outside. And I just took a casual picture. It was a nothing picture, right? I put it on Facebook. A hundred people, more than a hundred people loved it. And I was like, I don't really understand this. So what really is bizarre, a couple of months later, we were at a gallery. It was my birthday. And Taurus is a painter. He painted it. The, the, the photo it looks exactly like the photo and gave it to me as a gift for my birthday. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my birthday's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Aww. But I have, to, I have to do the photo and then give it to him. Some black and whites. I don't Chuck, think I have any here. Is Chuck? Yeah, I have. I have some. Um, a lot of people think digital won't do a good job with black and white. But tell me, if you think that's not adequate, then I'll keep you in color. But that's digital. Yeah, digital. Yeah. Chuck. Chuck is. Yeah, Chuck. Chuck is here. Is over here? Okay. There's a black and white over here. It's stunning. Yeah. Yeah, but but you know something. This is the best. I've been doing the best work of my life since I changed to digital. Mm. I hated darkroom. At the end, I couldn't stand it anymore. I had to get out of there. I was doing headshots, and I would have a stack of 25 headshots. And when you come out of the darkroom, you have to spot them because there's always dust spots on them. So you have to, and I have a stack of 25. And if you touched it wrong, the, the dye would spread, and you'd have to start over. Yeah. Uh, oh God. And at the end, I was so exhausted, I couldn't yeah. do it. And this is like click, click, yes. click, click, click. Yes. And it's just, it's just amazing. Now, you know, I was in high school, I worked in a print shop. That's uh, how things got printed. Yeah. I got developed in the dark room mm -hmm. and pressed on the foot. Yeah. And it took like four days to do a damn newsletter. Yeah. Wow. And if you messed up, you had to start all over again. Yeah, now, now you can probably do it in an hour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I mean, it's just great. And if you shoot properly, it's better than film. Mm -hmm. yeah. It is. There's just, I, I, you know, I, I had a show at the recently. I had one of my pieces in there. And I had one of these big ones. Because I, I really like the impact. I don't think a museum would ever hang a canvas with a photo on it. But they, they have a great impact. Especially mm -hmm. when you have 10 of them in a room or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I saw these, there's a couple camera snobs around town that I still see. And he walked up to it and he was this far away mm -hmm. looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Trying to find the pixels. Yeah, trying to find the pixels. <laughs> I defy you to find some pixels on that. And in fact, in fact, don't even be more brash, which for me is not a stretch. Um, I don't think a film, a, a, a typical film, would get you there. Mm -hmm. I don't think you could print that from a 35 millimeter. Maybe a big, bigger format, mm -hmm. but a oh, 35. The size, I don't think, the yeah, I don't think you'd go this size. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huh. I, that, I that don't think weird. it's possible. Yeah. And I'm shooting night pictures. That's what I'm kind of doing now. 
and I go out at night, film, film can't handle it. The, the pictures I'm doing at Wayne State, mm -hmm. I'm shooting with no flash. Mm -hmm. I'm shooting in the dark, and the, the stage is lit, but still, mm -hmm. you couldn't do that with film. Mm -hmm. What about those big cameras that look like they open up like an accordion? Yeah. They look nice. They look nice in the back corner of your studio. They're really, they're really impressive, but they're you know. I mean, no, but they're yeah. And the artists, the artists like to do it. There's there's some artistic merit to that, but it's just not for me. I don't, I don't see it. And plus, okay, okay. So I I shoot sometimes fourteen hundred pictures at Wayne State. That would be a thousand in film, and about fifteen hundred in processing. Ah, that's right. They're not going to, and that's with no profit. There's no, there's no fee for me in that. That's just twenty five hundred in materials. Right. Mm -hmm. they, they're not going to pay that. Mm -hmm. I forgot my, 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 my files are clogged with photos. Yeah. I could not have done twenty years ago. Right. Exactly. Oh, I have a room, my laundry room. I have shelves with boxes. I used to shoot for Metro Times. I have boxes of negatives. And I have an incredible film scanner that I can scan these and make them look fantastic. It's such a hassle. <laughs> if I really need one, I'll do it, but I'm not go I can't even bring myself to go through the boxes. Throw them away, Bruce. No. No, I don't know. No. No, absolutely. There's a company's, Terry White. Yeah. Terry had was going to do all his family's photos, you know, like a family album for for family reunion. He started out didn't realize I don't have the time for all this. Right. He found a company in India that does just that, and apparently do it very well. He shipped all of the photographs, negatives, all that to them. They do all they clean, they do all the scanning. They put it on the web, you select what you want, then they send you what you want on burned on the CDs or whatever medium you want, and they ship it back to you. He's a public figure. Let me know. Yeah, he's a, he's a public figure. Yeah, but that's what he did. Because he can see he got this money, but he said, when he had time, was involved on it. No. So he got everything up and shipped it to him. It's just silly. It's just an excellent job. Because they put everything on the web, you select the what you want, and that's what they put on your desk. They ship everything back to you. The other thing about film, I know a lot of young people are are uh, doing it with um, because well, kids have learned that in school. And I think the mistake they're making is if you're shooting digital, you've got to get into Photoshop and you got to work with that because it's so vast. If you are screwing around with a roll of film. You're missing a day or two, on, and I don't think a young person can afford to miss a day or two. You need to be getting sharp with Photoshop. Yeah, it's an ongoing process. But also learn that creativity is here. If yeah. you're going to figure, well, I just shoot a million pictures and figure one's going to have it, you're not going to be as successful. Right. You still have to have the great thinking. You still have to be able to use your tool to best capture what you are thinking. Absolutely right. Yeah. And it's not as easy as it looks. No, I mean, the challenge is still, you still got to know how to compose, you still got to know composition, how to do different effects to achieve what you have in mind. And uh, that's where I find some people shoot digital cameras. They figure, oh, I'll just machine gun it. Oh, yeah. And, I'll, and they don't care. They don't care. It's just, there's my picture. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Someone has a camera. There's there's a person in town. I won't mention any names. Maybe I should look around before I, I tell them. <laughs> <laughs>
they had this show. <laughs> and they, they, she didn't get in the show because she had only been shooting pictures for like four months. And she came to the, to the artist, to the, the uh, juror, then went, went and talked about every picture in the show. And she showed up at that talk with a bunch of pictures demanding to know why she didn't get in the show. Demanding. And then she said, well, how long have you been shooting? She said, four months. Four months. Like, what's wrong with you? I've been shooting for four months. I should be. So there's a lot of weirdness sometimes. She's not here, is she? Well, I'm going to have an open call for photography. Bring her with you. Okay, sure. I'll put my name on her pictures. We're at 4731? Sure. Oh, okay. I'll win, though. That's all right. So opening night of the, uh, the show, I had a, a friend who worked down in Creek Town, and he owned a bar down there. And he, he, was, I was, he was worrying about the young lady in the, the red hat. Yeah. That's where, not her. Where is she? That's not her. That's not... Um, Stella. 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 That's, Stella. That's karaoke. She looks exactly like her. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> Stella was what she brought. he brought up. Yeah, everybody because thinks it's Stella. I thought it was Because yeah. he looks as well, they're both Greek. They're about the same age. And they're both a little cuckoo. Uh, She's a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe. No, no, Stella was not. Stella would come out and bang on your windows of your car in the street. But that makeup. Yeah, that makeup. Is. So what about this woman? Public criticism of you, too. Yeah. Complete with every swear word. Yeah. Eunice, you want to know about Eunice? Or Kiriaki. Where was this shot? I, okay, to, to illustrate the, one of the points I made about not making people look like assholes, I have a picture of her with her teeth out, yeah. and she looks ridiculous. But then again, I have this one, where she looks beautiful. Her eyes are glowing, you know? So that's the one I picked. And if I ever have a, a show that people look like assholes, then I'll include the other one. But Wait, um, Eunice with, with or without the teeth or karaoke? Yeah. Oh, no, Eunice. I don't know if you even karaoke any teeth. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Eunice, she did. You should see. I have one of these of karaoke for the full outfit. Her outfit was this phenomenal. This is wild compared to her outfit. It is wild. We did a screeching halt in the truck and we U-turn to get to her. <laughs> and the hat. Oh, my gosh. I think you and I both looked at each other at that time. We both went... What the fuck is that? We have to. What is that? I think she might be dead. I haven't seen her. She runs around on Michigan Avenue and literally runs. Um, I haven't seen her for a while, so and I go that way pretty often. It's been about seven years. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before 2011. Mm -hmm. This guy's fun. He uh, was doing his laundry in the the pools in front of the DIA, and he does it every Sunday. Use that water. We paid for it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And this guy's just out of the seventies. I don't know his story, but Village. you like his the his the pimp outfit there. The guy's right out of the seventies, isn't he? Mm -hmm. I liked his. He was really styling. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, we thank you for capturing the humanity of these people. Thank you for having me again. We appreciate you being here. Everybody, give it up. Told me that my um, my actors weren't dirty enough. I took them right over there and showed them that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Jerry. How are you, Lynn? I almost didn't recognize you. And I, 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 remember, I'm, I'm having cataract surgery Friday, everything so. Everything is for sale. Everything oh is for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Except for me. Thank you, Jocelyn. Thank you. Thank you.